football podcast. It's pure genius. He's the main motherfucker here. Chad Ochocinco is on the way. <laughs> yeah. We're live. We're streaming, people. He's coming down. Yo, from yo. New York. What's up? He's coming down from New York. Yeah, he's on his way. He <laughs> just he just hit us up. Sure he did. What do you say, Dom? Can you let us know? He sent him all the way from New York. I, I, I like looked at that tweet and the replies were just like, come everywhere. Get yeah, the work just, on uh, the yeah. sticks. It was like, come, come to Westchester and get the works in FIFA. I felt dirty as I was hitting send. I'm like, oh. <laughs> I mean, you got to do it. I did it anyway. I don't at, at least we're like don't actually worry, relevant we got, we to where some, he's going. We got some inside uh, inside. Just because you never know when he's actually going to be like, all right, let's go, pussy. Let's play FIFA. <laughs> he'll, <laughs> he'll be there tomorrow. Don't you worry. He'll definitely be at the game. No, I mean, he'll be at the oh, LBF what? block party. Oh, yeah. So what's going on with that? So Can we stop stuff? spreading fake news about Ocho Cinco's <laughs> attendance? Well, to, to, be, to be determined. It's still... No, it's not to be determined. It's, it's been it's determined. Technically, it is to be determined. We're starting to promise a bunch of shit we can. <laughs> We're not delivering on, so let's... It is a thing. fact that he may or well, may not be there tomorrow. All right, well, let's promise all the stuff f- that we can deliver. Dumb, what? Fake news already. Jesus. <laughs> what is going on with that? Because that happened while I was away, so... All of a sudden, I came back. We we're about to play a beer pong tournament, or uh, was it soccer pong? Yeah. yeah it's so basically, it's can like can jam style. Can jam style. So you like Gang chip the ball to your partner. You have one touch to put it in the garbage can. On the oh, other side of the court. Okay. So okay. Should be a good time. We got a DJ. I, got some, I just can't imagine drinks. how I wouldn't win some that. Some drinks. Yeah. It's gonna be a good time. So bring a partner, Tommy. Just chat. Chat. Yeah. Chat. <laughs> if you want to get first rounded, now I'll call Billy up. So it's like the pre-pre game to the fight. You know what I mean? Yeah, I like that. The, yeah, I do like that. Start off your Dre drinking with LBF. Yeah, I'll come. Yeah, I'm coming. Finally, the cl- what time? What time does it start? Finally, the noon. fight at 1 a.m. 12 noon. Okay. What's that? <laughs> and then we'll be destroyed by 1 a.m. when they actually take take the stage. The championship round is gonna be hilarious. We're just way too drunk to try to chip <laughs> a soccer ball. It's like. Listen, at this point, you better be able to control your, your drinking and your football. It's, it's It should be a given by now. So I take it not you guys aren't going to make it to the Union game then? Or? It's not going to. No, we'll be there. Bro, you're gonna go this is live, breathe football, dog. Just roll into we'll the there. next one, to get the next tickets? one, to the next one. Uh, I could get tickets if you want to go. Didn't they just get trashed by? I didn't. So I was. Hey, hey, Jesus, hey, Tom, Jesus. coming in hot. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> did I say that was wrong? Did they just get trashed? They did. Did they not? Three. Yeah, they did. They I mean, did, they did I'm they not did. making this up. So they got trashed in Toronto. <laughs> I saw that Giovinco's uh, free kick, and I just turned it off. I was like, All I right, turned oof. it on, and he's winding it up. I was like, Do you know well, why I'm excited about the game on Saturday? Was it? Because they're playing Atlanta, who is nice. Yeah. They just lost to DC though. I don't give a fuck about that. I just they got some good players. Is uh, Miguel Almiron playing? I have no idea. Well, I would assume so. Yeah, me too. So get to watch, you get to watch some good players like that. That's and for sure. the Union usually play well at home, so it'll be a good game. Yeah, they do for a little while. They they, they <laughs> play better at home. Put it that way. They play better at home. We'll see. I think it could be a good game. They might end up losing three one, but <laughs> good game. It'll be one one. It'll be one one. It'll be one one into like the sixty something minutes. So that's a good game. Okay. Who scores for the Union? I have to go with CJ. Easy money. I mean, yeah. Giovinco just. I guess he. 
they were both tied for 12 goals, and Gio got that set piece 13. Was that right. game? Did you did you guys? I saw the union put stuff something out today. They designed cleats in collaboration with an artist. So there was like a bunch of kids made designs, and then an artist spray painted them onto the players' cleats for this match this week. Yeah. So like Warren had one, CJ yeah. had one. So oh, so the cool. union specifically did this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yo, look at that marketing department. It's good marketing. Doing cool shit. Chief tattoo Listen, officer. when you, get, when you have get... a chief tattoo officer. <laughs> Dude, that, say what you want. The chief tattoo officer thing was a hit by any by any marketing person's standards. Oh, yeah. The the traction and the buzz oh, that yeah. that thing got. Sure. So as a, I know who they, they assigned, like, the person, but I wonder, like, who do they give tattoos to now? I saw, I saw Richie, Richie got one. Got one yeah. yeah, Richie Marquez yes, got I, I one. Saw that which one. was the obvious... And then uh, someone else, I think someone like in the Sons of Ben, I saw getting one. Yeah, I don't know how it works from here. Like, okay, what is it? Okay, I get the first one where you have one of your players do it and like someone from the Sons of Ben, but then how does it work now? <laughs> yeah. You just go there and you can get a discount if you're a union fan? Is that Three-month what contract and then he's gone <laughs> when everyone forgets <laughs> about it. Does anyone know how it actually works? I don't think so. No. They got they got their retweets out of it's it. It's not the point. It was great marketing. Yeah, exactly. It's not the it point. works. Doesn't what? even have to actually Doesn't work. Have to work. Yeah. That's funny. So Tommy, how was your trip? My trip was fantastic, man. I had a great time. So where where did you go again? I went to Albania. A little country above Greece to the to the right of Italy. Very played, nice. some, played some footy. I played a little bit of footy, not as much as I liked. I went out once. When I went for a walk. I, we were staying in Toronto, which is the main capital city there. So it's a, it's a big, busy uh, city. So I just went out, just walking. I knew I would come. They have courts like kind of all over. So I knew if I just walk into a neighborhood, I'll come across a court. So I kind of walked, and I found this one court. It was actually like an old rickety court. I'd passed two before that. No one was there. Got to this one. There were a couple kids sitting there. So I just went over to them. I'm like, yo, do you like you have a football <laughs> whatever they one kid okay like i got one of the little kids that run over and grab his ball and come back and then literally within 10 minutes there were like 30 people around this court and we're like we're playing some people were just watching they were playing a, a drum beat like like you know how they do the drums at the games like yeah. they were it sounded like you were playing in a stadium it was that's fun dope. it was cool that's amazing the american yeah. got the game started i like that <laughs> yeah it was it was funny it's cool Speaking of Italy, what? AC Milan top of the table. Just gonna throw it out there. <laughs> Who do they play? Some unknown team that somehow made it up from Serie Ba. <laughs> they were there last season. <laughs> Serie Ba. <laughs> no, there's no somehow. It was corruption. That's the only way. It's <laughs> the only way you advance. It's like MLS expansion. You just buy your way into the top league. <laughs> Listen. Wait, I saw the. I saw just they signed the sh- beware. the striker from Fiorentina, Nikolic or whatever. Yeah, instead, of, instead of Balotti well, or any we, of their we, other we're, targets. We're too stacked. we got to give some teams a chance, so we'll, we'll, we'll save Balotti for next year. All right? Well, what other stuff? Seven looks of fire. So I didn't get to watch as much soccer as I wanted just because I was kind of doing family stuff mm-hmm. for most of the time. But so it's like, nor- normal. Yeah, I'm normal. a family man. <laughs> but uh, cause, And the games over there are later, which I was trying to decide, like, what do I like better? Like, I think I like it better when it's in the morning like it is over here. Yeah, we, we have it so good. I, I think. love it. Yeah. I love you just perfect. wake up and it's like, pff, you can watch a game in bed. You get up, eat breakfast, watch another game. Over there, like, they don't, a lot of the games start at, you know, whatever, seven, eight, yeah. or like eight or later. 
It's like a normal time for a sporting event. But I was also in right. Albania. I think it's one hour ahead of England, so their 7 o'clock games are like uh. 8, so it just felt a little late. But if you think about it culturally, though, like, right, the way kind of we know, like, a Saturday night, we're going to, like, go out or whatever. We're going to pregame at that time and then go out in the evening. Oh. Their conditions to just watch soccer. Is, oh, this evening we're going to watch the game or we're going to go to the game. Right. So and I that's the way it is like here for basketball and, and football true, and all that. Yeah. Like, you're going to go watch those games that are at prime time at night right. after dinner. But I don't know. I'm just used to the other. I think I like the, the morning way better. I don't know. But it's just like it's like an Eagles game or something. Like everybody's Sunday, like you're gearing towards that game. But Eagles game is also during the day. Yeah, they have time o'clock games. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, but they also have like noontime kickoffs over over in England too. Mm. Yeah, those are but, our seven a.m. games here. What? Those are our seven a.m. games here. Yeah, I mean it, it's definitely interesting because it it literally lines up perfectly with you know towards the end of the MLS season, start of the European leagues. You can watch soccer from seven a.m. until right. 1 a.m. if you wanted to, and you just have a stream of games going yeah. on. It's yeah. terrible back in Seattle, though. You wake up at, like, 4.50. Yeah, it was terrible. Yeah, that sucks. That. Arsenal kickoffs will be, like, 4 a.m., 5 a.m. So what happened this weekend? It was first week, second weekend, EPL? Yeah. I saw one game over there. I watched the uh, Tottenham-Chelsea uh, oh, game. Of course it was you a did. great game. It was a pretty good game, yeah. As P. What's that? As P with the double. Yeah. Marcus Alonso with the double. Oh, sorry. My bad. My bad. Marcus Alonso. <laughs> he had a sick free kick. And that then... Was, what was that second goal? Second goal? It, was, it was like a counter, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think Spurs had a corner, and they, t- they they just took it down, and then he just blasted it near I post. I think Wanyama or somebody turned the ball over in midfield for the Spurs when he really shouldn't And then he just have. didn't track back. Wanyama yeah, and they, just, is, and they just like, broke from let there. him run through. That's right. Oh, should the goalie have saved that, though? Should... Uh, it, it was down low to his near post. So, I mean, I think it's it's one of those. If he makes it, if he makes a save, you say it's a great save. But then you can also be like, oh, okay. There was someone going across the middle too. So he was like trying to cut off the pass. I know it's. I know it was tough. But part of me was kind of like, damn, I wish he cut and I would have saved that. He he ripped it from pretty like, and no one was. No he one was really did. I, I think it's so funny how you see everyone, all these players now that want to transfer out of a club, are just throwing fits and just refusing to train. And Marcus Alonso has, has a speculation of like. Sandro coming in for 70 million pounds to replace him and he just goes out and scores his team's two goals I saw I or I didn't get to see over there because it was like 11 o'clock at night was uh the El Clasico the two El Clasico games they had where Real Madrid pretty much raped them was it uh, five to one yes yeah, oh yeah like with the aggregate score yeah 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 news, how do you feel about uh Dembele I like it I like it a lot I like four, it a lot. 405 million yeah. What do you think about it? He's like, right now, he's, he's like the next, all right, behind Neymar, who else could win the Ballon d'Or in the next five years? He's definitely one of the youngest, best straight like wingers. Like you could say Pogba, right? Pogba, yeah. Straight wingers. If you think about it, I, I think about it like, I think he's, just as a straight wing player, I think he's more than half as good as Neymar. So you got, you're replacing him with Neymar and you got, more than twice what he cost. I don't know. I think if you say Dembele is worth 105 million, then I think Neymar is at least 300. I don't know. Dembele is pretty fucking good. He's right, but then Neymar just ne- yeah. Is is Dembele a once in a generation player the same way Neymar is? No, no. What's his name? Definitely a better player, but in terms I mean, not of better, how but like in terms, in of, terms like, of how he'll help Barcelona, I think 
and he's just such a pure winger. He, in some respects, might even be a more pure winger than Neymar is. Right. Neymar really should be coming in centrally. More. Okay, but then think about it in the context of the national team, right? Their importance. Like, think about how important Neymar is to Brazil. Oh, it's not even close. How important is Dembele to the French French national team setup? Mm. I mean, he's part of a golden generation of which is he's I'm still hoping young, helps them. And they have him for what five years? Absolutely. But then I'm just wondering, like, okay, how important is Dembele going to be in that fr- you know France setup versus someone like Neymar? But you got to understand too, they're kind of in a situation where, of course, they were going to pay a little bit. More than they really yeah, should. You really should have probably be about eighty-five million. I, but I, ex- I expected them to pay more for Dembele. To be honest, I think they got a good deal. That's what, in this with, market. with this situation, yeah, and the, and the way that market is for them, like everyone knows they need that player now. He was the only one that you could say is like, okay, he can replace Neymar at Barcelona. Yeah, I don't you think there's feel anyone good about Barcelona there. by them adding him. So for one hundred and five million, that you know, I know it could go up to like one hundred and thirty something, whatever, but. That I don't think that's don't anything. If you got him yeah. 20 years old and he's already that good, yeah. You also got 222 million. Before Neymar moved, right? Everyone thought 222 million was like absurd, and now a player just went for 100 million, and we're like rationalizing it. In right. Our minds. <laughs> it, it, really it just it funny, moves though. the the needle. You just like it recontextualizes how you think well, about you see transfers. The release right. clause is going way up now. Too. Right. Right. So we're gonna see a billion pound player in our lifetime for sure. Yeah. So if these if Dembele's <laughs> worth soon. you know 135 after bonuses or whatever, how much is Pulisic worth? And how that's much what I was gonna ask in the group chat. Is like, what is this? Like, yeah, we how were do talking you talk about that earlier? Is 85? Because then we can make the dis- possibly. He's he's proven it on on the stage possibly for multiple more. seasons. Right. Like you could say he's more proven than Mbappe. Right. But then so, so a couple of things with, with uh, Pulisic is one is what how does that change? the landscape of American soccer in terms of, right, like, every time a player goes for big money signing, like, other clubs are starting to think about, okay, we got to find more players like him. And what's the natural progression? You go to, to that country to find more prospects like him. So that means... They're already all doing the, it. Right. Yeah. The second thing, though, is, like, how important then, like, like who... It, our eyes going to not be on Pulisic as the next person that's going to leave Dortmund, and then how's that going to shape his? They were talk- I saw a bunch of articles talking about. Is he like Liverpool wanted? I him. saw Liverpool too. Yeah, I mean, I I think Dembele was really like a rival for Pulisic. Like they were kind of sharing time out there. Right. So I think it's this is probably the best thing that could happen to Pulisic, they- and he could get a lot more playing time. But now, could you say he's as important to the U.S. team as like Neymar is to Brazil? Like he's clearly far and away the best player that the U.S. has right now. There's no debate about that. I don't know. I just – that makes me really uncomfortable to say something like that. To no, equate, no, like I'll, to put, I'll put it this way. Is he equating him to Neymar? Is he You're, our most important player? Yes. Forget Neymar. Yeah, yeah but it's so, it's so less important than Brazil's national team, I feel like. If that's <laughs> That, but also the fact, too, like Neymar is like – okay, Neymar is a once-in-a-generation type player. He's like that player everyone – has, Brazil has always been looking for every year. It's like, who's that next person, right? Mm. With Pulisic, is like he just kind of popped up for us. It was like, oh my God, what? We have a guy that's American that's this good, <laughs> well, he's, right? He's almost creating the standard. Right, but then if you think about like Brazil has other world-class players, you can argue like four or five more world-class players in that setup. From Pulisic to the next best player, whoever that is, that drop-off is just stacked. <laughs> that drop-off is just staggering, you, you, you know what I mean? So. That. I'm not Can we just like yeah. not get into yeah. Dempsey like you we'll know circle jerk, please? Things, <laughs> like for, just, just for once, just have us just pull no, it out. No, okay? right, but, but think, think about it this way too. Every our, our the most expensive U.S. player is John Brooks, and it's like 20 million pounds, and he just moved this this right. summer. 
is only twenty million, <sighs> and he's the most expensive U.S. player Growing ever. Pains, man. I think as Pulisic just continue, he still it's it's it would take him longer to shake or to like establish or for people to really accept. Okay, wait, this kid is he's not just good for being American; he's just good in general. Right, the game. Yeah, he won. That, that was going to be another like point. Player of the week, opening week. Right. Yeah. I mean, that goal was a great goal. But like that's that was my, my was going to be my next point is like with someone like Dembele, he has the pedigree in the history of like great French wingers and strikers ahead of him to be like. Of course, he's worth 105 million. Like he could be the next blah 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 blah. With Pulisic, you don't have that precedent where like he's like, okay, he's really good. Everyone with eyes can see that, but then they go like, but yeah, who? They don't have anyone to compare him. Right. To. Like it's the reason why like Uruguay, as small as a country that is, like you get Suarez, you get you know Forlan, you get certain great players from there. Like Argentina, the same thing. Spain, the same thing. Because like every generation of players that come through, you go, all right, well these these guys have come before him, so he can look at those guys. But Pulisic is like, he's the first one almost. So how's that gonna like shake up? Somebody's got to do it. No, I think right? But then it's I think that you can't hold something like that like that town back. Like I think he's gonna show what he is, whether and whether it takes a little bit longer for people to figure it out, which I think they're starting to figure it out right now. One hundred. But then think of players like Stoikov, right? And like certain players who came from who were just great when you look at like Berbatov. Like mm-hmm. you can just tell like their talent was undeniable. But I almost feel like sometimes their nationality held them back because maybe they would never be a major tournament. So, like, you'd never quite see them at that stage mm-hmm. outside of club level. That's interesting. Like, there's certain players, like, you watch them, like, and everyone, they become superstars because you're watching their national team. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, Neymar, that's Brazil. Boom. Okay, he's on the national team. Like, wow. Yeah, but, like, but Pulisic what, is like, what better, eh. what better story than that? to be like a face of something than yes, but this it takes young time to kid establish who's that because the first, he's American. He's the first he's right. like the messiah of American soccer. But, that's but really how like, that's how you could I, market him. I, right. I don't want to compare them, but I kind of see it like Marcos Asensio. Like both great young players and Asensio has proved, you know, he scored some really amazing goals. You know, classic really back well to back, yeah. In, in the under-20 tournament this summer, and everyone's like, oh, shit, now this guy's here. I feel like he has more hype than Pulisic, and he came on the, the scene, like, eight months ago. Uh, if he keeps banging in goals for... No, I, I'm saying Asensio, I think, is the real deal, but Pulisic is still, because he's American, I think he still has that... Right. Well, he's still it's, got... It's that, so, he's it's still that has obscure s- nation in soccer that are, like, people are, like... Eh, he's breaking I don't really through. He also still has he's something to prove. He's right. He is just kind of breaking through. Like, last year... He wasn't the dominant starter in the beginning of the season. He was getting st- he was like getting his starts, and then he, right. He still was always you're always fighting for time. In but this. I don't think our point is necessarily about Pulisic. Like Pulisic just has to put his head down and play his game. The problem is like he's working against like perception, just like how people talk about players. It's like every like Messi, there's Maradona before him, there's Raquelme before him. Like every great Argentinian striker, or Brazilian, whoever, like they have these people that come before them that makes us go like, oh, like I can see this guy being great. But if Pulisic is like. Oh, he's American? It's like, it's like that Men in Blazers interview and they asked, like, where Pulisic was from. Like, is he German? Is he Polish? Like, and they're like, he's American. The guy's just like... Some Hershey PA? Oh. <laughs> like, there's always that, like, wait, because like, in their mind, they can't put two and two together how an American soccer player can be this good because there's no one before them we gotta start that's breaking created that. Mold. that. Yeah. Howard, Dempsey, they've, they've done it before. No, they haven't. Not in this biggest not state. As, well, it's not the state. Actually, not have been as funny. good that as Pulisic. Alexi Lalas tweeted something to the effect oh, of, <laughs> I don't know if you saw it, something to the effect of, there have been players in America's past that were as talented as him. They maybe just didn't have the opportunities or the, the it, you Show know. Me. He basically was saying they had the same talent as him. Show me. Who? All right. My, my, my thing is, okay, maybe maybe that's true. 
But now, especially if a player's good enough, you're going to be found, and you're going to be well. I, that might be to his point you know, maybe, in the right maybe. spot at the right time. Dude, I feel like uh, Amobi argued that with me, didn't he? When he was on the podcast, when I said that, he was like, "Oh, like like O'Brien, the midfielder. He was legit. I yeah. like that guy a lot, but like." I think this kid's a different level than – there are more opportunities than yes. I don't, I don't think this is what we're saying. I'm saying if Usmane Dembele is worth $105 million, mm-hmm. how much is Pulisic worth? Like would Liverpool pay $100 million for Pulisic? They, I, I probably feel not, like, but they'd probably pay, they'd pay 85 or more. Well, yeah. So the question is if how much does Dortmund value him then? Right. That's the other thing. Because that's the thing with Coutinho, right? Everyone's Coutinho's like, well, you guys want Coutinho? Fine. Barca, give us X amount of dollars because that's how much he's worth to us. And that's how the the whole transfer market's changed. It's not how how good a player actually is. It's more so about, like, well, to us, he's worth 200 million. So pony that up or we're not going to sell him kind of thing. I I can't imagine they would get rid of him for under 85 million. It would be stupid to do that, in my opinion. So that's that's unheard of for a U.S. player. It's amazing. At 19. Or is he 20 now? 19. 20 now. So, what, what do you, so now, at this recent move, what do you think of Barca's chances? I don't think they have good chances of beating Real Madrid, like in the league or yeah. even in the Champions League. I think they have the ability to. Bring up that draw, somebody. I think they're likely to compete what? with them towards no. the end, but. No. They would definitely need to sign another midfielder, I think, which I think they're trying to do. I don't know how that's coming, but if they got someone that's even. Decent, maybe they have an outside shot to win. Like, they they'll, they could probably win like you know the Copa del Rey tournament. <laughs> but that's only Where because that's also only because Real Madrid is. They're still going to be one of the best teams in Champions League. I put it that way. So so this goes Even back to group. what Matt and I's point was a few weeks ago before you group? left. We're going to bring it up right now. Huh. And Juve, is the and fact that like, yes, Barca is still a good team, hmm. but I think there's this sort of like shift in the way Barca is being perceived across world football. Again, like it's like the transfer market. Like there's no intrinsic value to each player. But like before, up until the whole Neymar thing happened, like Barcelona, Real Madrid and Bayern Munich were like final destinations for any player. Like that was where you wanted to end up at. Mm-hmm. So for someone like Neymar to leave Barcelona or for someone like Liverpool of all fucking teams to be able to be like, eh, actually we don't want to sell you Coutinho, who's arguably not as good as Suarez who just went to Barcelona a few years ago, now the tide is changing how clubs and everyone around Europe sees Barcelona, right? And then on top of that, they're falling behind in everything. Because, like, okay, Barca is still a great team, yes, but, like, they fucking signed Paulinho, and they sold one jersey. Hmm. Like, pa- Paulinho is not Barca, <laughs> is not a Barca-caliber player. So I think Barca, Barca's new board has been making a lot of bad decisions in terms of player signings, and that's affecting how right, like, good the team if- is. So I, I think Paulinho and Dembele are interesting. Like, Paulinho's career was over, and that's why he went to China. He's like, I'm just going to take money. And then when they come, of course you're going to go back to Barcelona. But Dembele grew up in, like, the golden era of Barcelona with, like, Iniesta, Xavi, Busquets, Messi were at their peak. And so he has, like, that idolization of Barcelona where, like, the top club. If he was five years older, would he be... You know, like, or say in five years' time, right? Because we see Barcelona kind of going on this decline. Mm-hmm. Does he still join Barcelona? Like, I, I think, I think Barcelona has a really so rich young, history, not just of the past, you know, not the past <laughs> 10 years, are like a pretty historic club. But, but it was the golden generation while he was a teenager. But I'm not quite sure what you, So, where do you see them? Where do you guys see them then? Like, if you rate the top 10 teams in the Champions League, where, so, this season, like, in their chances to compete for this Champions League. They have zero chance to win the Champions League. 
Zero. That's yes. silly. Zero. Because in my opinion, they have an arguably like worse team than they did last season, and we saw how Juve did them. And they've lost in, their in marquee the, what, player. Wait, when did Juve do that to them? Last season. Last season. In what? In what was it? The final or was it the, the semis? The semis. Yeah. So they're still one of the four best teams in the whole Champions League. Right, but then now they're getting they like they're progressively getting worse. Is the point? And he has now, to now, year now older. the front line is LOL. No more, no more <laughs> MSN, dog. <laughs> it's LOL. Messi, oh, Suarez, Messi, Suarez, Belly is a fucking lethal front line. Okay, okay, if they sign any, another midfielder, any, any I don't S, think Iniesta is a year older. He can't. Pl- yeah, he can't. No Iniesta is ideally a substitute at this point. Also, Watch your but, mouth. But they've they're decreasing from being one of the greatest teams of all time. So it's it feels like oh they're decreasing, but it's hard to keep that for that long. Like Real Madrid had those down years there and now it's their turn to basically where it all kind of fits into place and they're going to dominate for a, a couple years with this squad Same right now. Same with Milan. Yeah. yeah yes, but a club of Barcelona stature should have prepared for this and been grooming like Real Madrid has now. They, they cashed they, all they that in for deal. Neymar. They made a deal with the devil so they could have <laughs> Neymar, Suarez, and Messi for, yeah, two years, but that's about all you can do before it's going to like... The ship starts to rattle because you're not putting the money and in the midfield here where it's really important, and that's what really made Barcelona what it was at the, those couple that, years. That's why I'm the, saying they have zero chance to win the championship. Right, I'm, I'm, not, dis- I'm, See, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not disputing zero. that Barcelona is still a good or even great team. My concern is just the fact that, like, right. My concern is just that, like, in terms of, like, because in, in soccer, a lot of it's perception, right? Mm-hmm. And it's how is it that the player that they groomed and, like, they – basically broke all the rules for more or less mm-hmm. to sign it was just like eh this isn't my final destination I'm gonna go somewhere else because then now that lets people know that well Barca isn't it's just another club it's not Mescalon club it's just I just, just see, another I don't club see that like I'm that. I don't go think with. that because uh, uh, Neymar decided to leave all of a sudden good players are gonna be like ah oh, Barcelona's just I, I'd rather go to Arsenal that's like, not what I'm saying or, or, though or, or, or any, what team uh, was the pinnacle of only, like where you wanna be it was normally Barcelona there's or, three clubs it still is it's still Barca Bayern and I'm saying there's eventually like a serious the status top, got, and Neymar a serious has hit. that's a serious hit dude it's, it's not like Sanchez leaving. It's like, the, hey, the, 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 the top of the mountain, and that's usually Barcelona. They're going to have a down year or two or possibly three. Like, it happens just like Real Madrid, like that. But it doesn't change their right, status but, as one of the right, top Right, but Real Madrid in that, in, in that time, only the players that they let go of were only players that, like, they were just didn't need anymore. This one is different because he voluntarily chose to leave in his prime He's like, ah, because, actually, I'm out. Because he's because he's a player capable of being the center of your team, like Brazil or whatever. And so Messi, he shouldn't yeah. be playing. He got criticized when he went to Barcelona because he shouldn't be playing with Messi and them and taking a back seat like he did like he did a lot in the way that he played because it's, it was Messi's team and he kind you know he was fitting he's in. He's gonna thrive and sing at PSG. He could, yeah. He, I mean, he already he is. Should be, he should be <laughs> doing his own thing and trying to compete for the award of best player in the world, right. not playing with the other one because and you know he did it for a couple of years and now it's time to go on so i, never I don't did. think it is because oh it's barcelona is not going to be a top club anymore just i don't see it you got the champions you gotta remember up. they right. built a lot yeah. of that that team off of their academy team too or the iniestas and the chavis busquets messi was out of the academy but how that's like almost impossible to do. I I understand that. I I completely understand that point that you're not going to have a La Masia 11 ever again. And it's not going to happen in the golden generation, but the players that they've signed and are signing 
are just not Barcelona quality. Yeah, like They're the not. Turan signing. That was just a flop. Turan, no. Jeremy Mathieu, fucking Thomas Vermaelen, Alex That's Song. That's because they had all three of those guys in the front line. So if you go top heavy up there, it starts to get, you know, you're po- trying to fucking poke, uh, you know. Yeah, but at one point they had they fucking Xavi, Iniesta, now Busquets, they got for five Dani Alves. They have Rakitic as a top midfielder. Rakitic is not a top midfielder. Absolutely. Come on. No, Rakitic no. is Are a you joke. crazy out of your mind? You don't think Rakitic is Absolutely a not. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> Absolutely not. You guys. No. <laughs> what, what, what I'm saying is, right, Iniesta. So wait, what is he? What is he? He's not a top 10 he's, midfielder? He's, he's definitely two not or top tier 10. One. He's tier 2 or tier definitely 1. Not he's a Drew of midfielders. Let's put it that a, way. Do you think he's a top That's 10 midfielder? Ludicrous. As a fan, you like him and you're arguing for him. He's really not that good. You think he's a top 10 midfielder? Rakitic? Yes. No. No. Bro. Oh man, you guys are crazy. Uh, <laughs> no, no, Homer but Simpson right. In the bushes, right? <laughs> Polino and Rakitic as your midfield too. Polino's barely gonna play. He's not gonna play that much. They're trying to sign another midfield. They probably will. I don't know. And he still's not. Gonna, he's not gonna play that much. He at best will get some time. I don't think so. As a holding midfielder in situations where they maybe want to go, Polino start to go to two holding midfielders in games. Jesus Christ. What'd you say? Paulinho as a holding midfielder. You saw he used to get sauced at Spurs in that position. Tommy does very well. What if they sign another midfielder? Who? Who would they sign that's going to improve that midfield? I don't know. There's a couple names that they've been throwing around. Outside of who? I mean, I guess anything's better than Paulinho. My my point is simply that they're still matched up against any other teams other than Bayern, Real Madrid, and a couple other, maybe I don't know what Atletico Madrid. They're going to be the heavy favorite in those games, like with Juve. the with the roster that they have. But that's not our point. Though. Our point is just like what at least my point. point. You're my supposed point. to see your Barcelona when you walk up those steps at the camp. Now, if I see Paulinho across the hallway for me, I'm laughing and be like, I got this dude in my pocket. That exactly. Who? Every anyone. What teams? It doesn't matter what teams. Every, every team. Olympiacos is going to go to the camp now. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> and, just and We're going to get a draw. That's not just silly. It sounds especially me. silly coming from an Arsenal fan. Like your team. <laughs> if, if that's the status of Barcelona now, then the status of Arsenal is like <laughs> fucking a step above MLS. Yeah, that is tough to come on, guys. That is tough. Arsenal. Like, what are you talking about? It's not about. We're not they even just picked up the best young pure winger, who's actually in some ways fits as a winger better than. Okay, then, okay, um, but that front three was still – okay, did. the front three is not what makes up a team. They can't – their defense and midfield cannot hold it down, and they, they ship three goals to bottom bottom half of the table La Liga teams. When? They, how many Last games did weekend. they play? They gave up three goals? Pretty sure they did. No, they, I'm pretty sure they won 2-0, uh, didn't they? The last game was against Real Batiste, I thought. Pull it up. What happened? Fake news, Matt. Yeah, Matt's just <laughs> making shit up. He got he got, got hot headed when you when you brought up Arsenal and he, he didn't know. He, no, it's because you watch think. him play. You watch him lose <laughs> five to one in the Super Cup against fucking Real Madrid without Suarez, and you go, oh, they're fucking terrible. Real Madrid is just the best team in the world right now and probably will be for another year or two maybe. Okay, but it wasn't just that long ago that. But, but that's the measuring Barcelona. stick now. That's Barcelona and Real Madrid is supposed to be at the top. They, yeah, Barcelona's they, they, not they, there. They beat. Uh, they beat Real two, nothing. two nothing. Yeah, he's he's not saying it, but it's up on it. I said it. The they 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 won two nothing. You were right. <laughs> you told you just like less than two minutes ago. We're saying they they gave up three goals to a fucking La Liga team. Like no, they didn't. They won two nothing. Like what are we talking about? 
They're okay, fine. Okay, but... And they didn't have Suarez or Dembele. Right, but I'm old enough to remember when Barcelona was not getting killed 5-1 on aggregate by Real Madrid. And this was just a few years ago. So you want to tell me, sure, Madrid has gotten better, but like... You're also old enough to remember when they did, when Real Madrid was better. And they're like, they're not always... Barcelona's not always the top team every single year. It's impossible to do. No, but you can say the gap is getting a lot bigger. And sure, part of it's that Madrid's getting better, but Mm -hmm. Barcelona's also progressively gotten worse. Okay, from being the Chavi, best Chavi left. Who did they replace him with? That's some Arsenal shit. It's like, oh, <laughs> Thiago Ruiz. You don't fucking replace the, him for ten the years. Youth Academy. So they had two of the best midfielders of all time get just handed to them. For, yes, for but free, they didn't basically. replace them. They still don't have another Iniesta How can you type replace player. The irreplaceable. That's not the point. You, you at least you set people know, exactly. So you like. I don't know. Like you're you're shoehorning Sergi Roberto into into right back instead of playing him in the midfield. You're also talking you left as if they've dropped off so far. They're still going to be a top Tom, Tommy, they've five dropped team off. in the Champions League. Top five, no. Okay, so but, there's going to be five teams Tommy, that are going to be Tommy, favored higher Tommy, than Barcelona. Whether or not they're in the top five is not the point. The point is, it's like when you're at that level, dropping off even a percent is a big you deal. Can name them. Madrid, Juve, Bayern, Bayern, PSG, Chelsea, PSG now, yeah, Chelsea, PSG. PSG, Man City. And Man City are going to be over Barcelona. Yep. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. All right. Speaking of Champions League. Oh, it's a draw. Manchester United get the typical easy group. Man United get Benfica, Basel, and CSKA. Man United have fucking nothing. They'll do nothing. They have fucking nobody. And then Bayern, PSG, Anderlecht, and Celtic. Chelsea, Atletico, Roma, Quarabag. <laughs> Sounds like a Europa League team. <laughs> Juventus, Barcelona, Olympiacos, and Sporting. Spartak, Moscow, Sevilla, Liverpool, Maribor. Shakhtar, Donetsk, Man City, Napoli, Feyenoord. Monaco, Porto, Besiktas, RV Leipzig. Real Madrid, Dortmund, Tottenham, and Apoel. <laughs> Ah, uh, Spurs. Which, uh, what group is Arsenal in? <laughs> <laughs> Their draw is today. Group E. <laughs> Who'd they get in the Europa League? Our draw was today. We got FC, Kohn. Um, Podolski's old team. Yeah. Um, to be honest, I don't even remember the other teams. Yeah, nobody pays attention to Europa <laughs> League. I agree. But that's okay. We're just leading the way for, in the Europa <laughs> League four months before Spurs. Yeah, Spurs will be right there. <laughs> <laughs> So what's the what's the infamous group of death? It's got to be Dortmund's group. Oh, yeah, Real Madrid, Madrid, Dortmund, Tottenham. Yeah, joke. I guess are the three big ones. Every. Or you could say Chelsea, Atletico, and who's in Barcelona's group? Juve, Juve Sporting, Olympiacos, and Sporting. Yeah, I don't know if they'll make it out this year. Nobody said they wouldn't make it out. They'll make it out. They won't finish first. <laughs> did Why you? See, did anybody see Totti when he when he? They pulled, might. Yeah. Oh my god, that was so <laughs> funny. He he pulled the. Is Juve as strong this year because they lost Manucci? Or? They added. Uh, can't replace that man, dude. Our last That's four, our last so four games Juve... were twelve and zero. Say something. Wait, yeah, wait you mean back. you scored twelve and conceded zero, right? Yes. Okay. Just wanted to make sure you didn't say. Just saying. Anything else? But uh, did you see? Uh, Totti was. 
drawing the teams. And he drew Barcelona, like he drew Juve and then Barcelona into Juve's group. And he puts it down. He, just does this, he looks over at Buffon and he catches eyes and he just starts cracking up and like laughing at it. <laughs> yeah, uh, you guys, I, like I drew you Barcelona. It was fucking hilarious. Oh, really? That was his perspective? Yeah. Not, yeah. not like, oh, you got an easy first round shot against Barcelona, <laughs> which it sounds like this fucking That's probably panel, what it was. It was like, this fucking panel would do. He's like, Dude, I, I, I kept watching that over and over again. It was so fucking funny. It was hilarious. Did you guys see a Cristiano won a UEFA Player of the Year? Tommy did. Tommy saw it. Thoughts did about he? that? Uh, yeah. yeah, I did see that, yeah. Best player in Europe. Uh, how do you think Messi feels about that? <laughs> I don't know how Messi feels about that. <laughs> he was he was nominated. Probably doesn't care nearly as much as, like, <laughs> as Ronaldo does. <laughs> Probably right on that Isn't one. Isn't it just an honor to be nominated? Isn't that what they say? Yeah. So Messi was nominated. So. Speaking of, did you guys see the whole, so Barcelona is suing Neymar? Because they're butt hurt. Mm. And then the same day they announced the lawsuit, fucking Neymar's with all the Barcelona players and they're yeah. just all like bantering back and oh, forth. Yeah, this shit was that. so funny. It's just yeah. like they, they clearly don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we were talking about that picture he posted on Instagram yesterday, Messi. Yeah. And he just looks like he looks like one of those seven year olds like waiting for the safety <laughs> presentation. You know, he's just like, he's up, like sitting on the plane, just like, please buckle me in. <laughs> but no, it was like him. It was him and uh, he had put one. He put Messi posted a picture of. Neymar and um, PK with the caption saying that he came back as a joke. <laughs> That's funny. But it's good to see all of them just kind of have a really good relationship because like, you'd feel like at least the press makes it seem like those guys, like there's all this sort of internal yeah. conflict and you know, fighting and all that, but they all seem like they're really, really good friends. Yeah, they're all fucking multimillionaires at the end of the day. Yeah, what are they Living here? in beautiful... <laughs> Just laughing. Have you seen a photo of like when Messi and Suarez? Like, I guess all their their kids, their sons play in Barca's academy, mm. and they're watching the games, and they just they just look like regular ass dads, just sitting there, just like with their fucking slippers <laughs> off, just like watching their kids play soccer, and it's the funniest thing. I'm like, are they are they do they stand up and yell kick it? <laughs> get, it, <laughs> get, it get it out! Kick it! Get it out! Get it out! Let's go. Uh, <laughs> you guys, <laughs> it's an American soccer team. It's so <laughs> that they made up. Yeah, no other person has ever said "get it out" in in the world. In that. Uh, did Did you see that Arsenal apparently offered Ox 180k a week? Yeah. Uh, for what? For a new contract. New contract. Banter level. Yeah, like, just sell the fucking guy. For what? <laughs> like, what's he? Uh, never mind. I don't know. Who else is making 100k 180k a week at Arsenal? He'll, he'll be the second highest, be the second highest behind uh, Ozo currently. And if Alexis gets offered... So he'd be making more than Lacazette a week. Oh, yeah. Lacazette's looking like 120, 130. How are you guys feeling That's about hilarious. your top four chances this year? Not good right now. Not good? Nah. Fucking loss of Stoke City. Good. We need, we need more signings. That's what's I don't know if it's more are. signings. I just think we need a better game you management. You need one. You need just to... Just to get signings aren't always a solution. Like that game, again, Lacazette's goal is a goal, right? right. And then that shifts the momentum in our favor. Arguably, why didn't we play Rob Holden, right? But also, two calls for a penalty. The first one right. could have gone either way, but the second one was. And also, our starting center really, back is not in the picture. Listen, you guys gotta stop talking about signings and talk about the one contract that you need to get the fucker up. It's not gonna happen, so you just have to deal with it. That's. It's over. The, my my problem is the substitutions that we're playing like three. Bro, you're kind of about fucking keeping the 18 year old goalkeeper. Don't talk about. 
I'm talking about Wenger. I know who you're yeah. talking about. You got sunned by an 18 year old. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean you got sunned? <laughs> you, were, you were like, fuck Dollar Rumor. You were like giving him nicknames and shit. You were crying because this 18 year old was like, actually, I want a better job. <laughs> <laughs> and where's he at? He started to listen to his heart. Yeah, they gave him more money. And what are you talking about? Listen, now we have arguably the second best back four. <laughs> in fucking Syria. Behind or who? back five if we're going Either. by Dom logic. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's going to be worth it. You'll see. Yeah. In what sense? So AC Milan's back. That's your... Yes. We will... We will. I said it last week. We'll qualify for Champions League two different will ways. Will they win Syria? Yes. We'll win Syria. Jesus Christ. And we will win, I think they win Europa could win League. Syria. Over Juve? Yes. I'm telling you. They stole Bonucci, this didn't they? This team looks different, man. Yeah, they, big, we look different. Huge. That game last week, you won what four nothing? Should have been like or three nothing? Should have been like. Have you been watching Dybala play? He's getting yeah. better by the game. Who and do you have I that's on Dybala's level? Silva is going off. Even if they don't, they'll they'll Andre they'll at least Silva. compete, right? Helen, yes, the future. Huh? Right? They'll at least compete for Syria this year. There's no way we There'll finish. There's no way we finish lower than second. It's impossible. Roma. Nothing. Just not even just a nowhere. worry. Just nowhere. We're top of the table right now. Top of the table. After two games, bro. Come it's, only, on. it's only because alphabetically. Yeah, and all <laughs> is also like top three right now too. So yeah, everyone, everybody won three nothing. <laughs> I haven't got to watch uh, Wagner. What what the, the two games, two wins. Yeah. Who's this? Huddersfield. The coach of Huddersfield. Oh, they, they got they, really they actually look pretty good. Really dumb. They, they actually he's a he played for US men's national team. He's actually I think Ger- he's a German but yeah, he's a like good coach. caps or something for Yeah, US? he's a good coach. And so technically he's a US coach. So it's our second what US if, what coach. If we fucking sa- well, he's not going to want to come coach the US team. Maybe he's 10 years from now. You already want to get rid of Bruce? Fuck Bruce. Bruce is not the answer. Bruce is the solution right now. They call him Bruce the Answer Arena. <laughs> come on. Bruce the future. Dude, he's a fucking legend, now. He's got fucking hate. He that wins guy. games, but he's not the answer. <laughs> you want to go through Champions League predictions right now since we got the draw? Not really. It's it's a fucking group stages. Yeah, what are we predicting? It's, it's pretty obvious who's gonna make it out. What of about group. based on the games you guys have watched? You guys probably have watched more than I have so far. In terms of who's like the strongest looking team in your opinion? I know Man it's the Premier League. Man, yeah. you look really. Man, you think like they, their they attack play, is though. scary. They play Swansea and uh, West Ham. Yeah, but yeah, we gotta see how they, they crushed Swansea four nothing away. Like I was like, oh. and they beat West Ham four nothing too. Yeah, it was four one. Maybe it? one of the games was four one. Pogba's on fire. Mkhitaryan's just like bagging assists. Lukaku is doing really well. Yeah. The Pogba Lukaku combination is just disgusting. And it's lots of backside and one year extension. Crazy, right? Yeah. I remember when I was mocked on this pod, this here podcast. <laughs> this here when podcast. I suggested that this Lukaku is a better striker than oh. Olivier Giroud. Mocked. <laughs> All right, it's two, now it's look two, at two games into United. They can't really Wait, say anything. He's fucking huh? Pogba Mkhitaryan just feeding him through balls. Oh, now it's not it's not Lukaku. I'm not saying not. he's not good. I'm just saying I'm not ready to say he's better than Drew. Yeah, because you'll never be ready to muppet. say it. <laughs> you're a fucking muppet if you can't. Speaking of, why tell. are we both the same shirt on, bro? Shit happens. <laughs> oh, nice. I didn't notice that. 
How's his injury? How's he back? From, how has he's he back? back from I think we should get final predictions on the uh, Mayweather McGregor fight. <laughs> There, there's no reason that's to coming make up a more prediction. common than the Deruda. <laughs> see, no, but see, this is why we got to do it because when people say, "Oh, he's not gonna lay the punch," <laughs> and then after the fight, and then after the fight, they go like, "Oh, well, like oh, well, you knew, I mean, you knew he was gonna land shots." It was just blah, blah, blah. I'm not gonna say. Right. It's just I, funny how the, the perspective the, will the change after. Thing, and Kincaid posted a hilarious post uh, just now. I said. Uh, Boxing fans have never watched McGregor box. MMA fans have only watched uh, Pacquiao Mayweather. It's so true. No, nah, it's not true. You've seen all Mayweather's fights. No, I've seen some of them. Which ones? Pacquiao uh, Mayweather. God. No, I've watched like tapes of him fighting. Yes, yeah, but so as far as the fights, the only one I've seen. But is I've Pacquiao watched boxing Mayweather. before. It's not like. Okay, is it? I, I, this is the only thing I'm going to say. Connor has to knock him out to win. He'll never win on a decision. He knows that. Floyd no wins shit. on a decision. No shit. I think everyone that's in the, the world knows obvious anything about that's boxing ever been knows that. said ever. So why is that need to be? Drew. I see. I don't even care. We don't have to get into all this. I was just going <laughs> to say, give you a prediction. That's all. Okay, that's my prediction. What is it? Floyd wins on a decision. Okay. Safe pick. That's a win. That's a win for McGregor. Safe pick. That's a win. That's a, that's a. That's a. Public no, it depends win. on how it goes. That's a social if media he gets, win for If he gets worked for 12 rounds and doesn't really land any punches, then that's, to yeah, me, that's yeah. not that's not a win no, for Conor. The he, only thing that I think could come out of boxing is, like, on its last legs yeah. in this fight. Like, if McGregor does anything in this fight, people are going to lose all respect nah, or what this, respect they have for boxing. This will be good for boxing and, and for, for MMA. This will you be see, good you for see the, the undercard, the kid, the Mayweather's prodigy, 17-0 and 0 with 17 knockouts? He's going on with the... What's his name? McGregor has a lot of respect yeah. for the, If you listen to him talk, he has a lot of respect for the sport of boxing. He, He's not foreign to the sport of boxing. Yeah. I, I, boxing is huge in Ireland. So they started. Yeah, it's not going to be... It'll be good for boxing. Regardless of what happens, because... I don't know about that, dude. I do not know about that. Well, if Connor fucks him, well, no, it will still be good for boxing because if Connor knocks him out, Connor will box again, that's whether it's Paul Milanaji or Canelo or whoever, and that's going to be the biggest fight in boxing again. And he's he's their only. He would be their only star. He would be the only star of the UFC and basically <laughs> boxing. Then he's at like, but Kanye West me, level oh, crazy. Shit. To me, even if he <laughs> just like, if he if he even wins a couple rounds. And it puts him, it hits, wins one. puts him in some moments where, like, he might look like he's in trouble. And then Mayweather goes into Mayweather mode and he kind of dancing around. Why or would he ever come out I of Mayweather mode? I still think that mode. would be a win. I don't know. He's talking. He's going to take the front step and he's going to take it says. to him. He's going to knock him out. If I think if he tries to do that, he's in trouble. I think he should just be, stick, to, stick to his fucking master plan. But we'll see. I can't wait to watch it regardless. It is going to be fucking awesome. So what happens if Mayweather just literally kills McGregor? That's what I'm thinking. Like, what if in the first round they just go at it and Mayweather? I would be. I wouldn't even mind. Mayweather that. wouldn't like, be that I'm stupid. <laughs> no, no, no kills that. him. Literally kills him. Like literally. Oh well, that would be a shame. But that would that would not happen. Yeah, I don't see that happening. But I, if he metaphorically kills him, if he beats his ass, like schools him and knocks him out, I would still personally be like super impressed by that. And I, I would. In terms like, of who? But from from Mayweather. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So it would still be worth watching, in my opinion. I know people go, oh, whatever. Probably. People are going to bitch about this fight no matter what happens. Yeah. I'm probably going to no enjoy it. I, I can't imagine a scenario where I'm not going to enjoy it. 
if they go out there, Mayweather knocks them out after the first. Well, the first I'm not rooting for that because I'm a McGregor fan, happen, but I still though. would. I, there's I still a contract say, that it has to go a certain number of rounds. <laughs> no, it's you're just, delusional to think that there's not there, that there's not a length. Dude, this contract. is a legitimate fight, it's a bro. Fight, I'm telling dude. you, this this kid is no joke. This kid is no fucking joke. He's the truth. Connor. Connor. So Mayweather's going to take him fucking seriously, and he's going to have to he's going to have to dance a little bit in order to survive twelve rounds. He's not going to beat his ass. I don't. I don't think so. I think what the only chance he has of really beating his ass, quote unquote, will be if he, he's going to survive through. If he makes it to like round eight, and then Connor starts to get tired. If Connor gets That's tired, what is going to start? Then happening. yeah, then he's going to start. Connor's to, okay, gonna, Connor's fighting a four round fight. I just don't see it, though. I don't see him attacking him. I, th- I think he's going to jab him here and there and win the fight on points. If Con- and if Connor doesn't have the gas to go full 12 and actually like still have knockout power, then he, yeah, he's going to get You don't think McGregor's treating this as like a four-round, five-round fight? No. Not in terms of his like training and like his Not stamina. just the training. I think when he goes out there, he's going to look to end it within four rounds, like you said. Yeah, because he knows he can't go any longer. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, so, so then he's going to wear himself. The fu- so you're right. If it gets to six, seven, he's going to start. And that's where maybe him. Mayweather picks it up and starts to pick him apart. But I would agree. We'll see. Even that, though, that's still impressive. That's still a spectacle to watch to me. You got I, I, That yeah. would just be like, okay, look, this is the best boxer of all time. Maybe Mayweather's most interesting fight. Sport. Huh? Might be his most interesting. He should fight. do that, honestly. He 100 yeah. percent should do that. If I, he I, doesn't yeah. do that, that's a win for McGregor. If he doesn't do what? Like pretty much put a put a fucking clinic on after round six. Yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. Or higher, you know. Show show everyone that's watching. Just like, why he's yeah, so like good. that's cute, but I'm the fucking greatest boxer right. of all time. Yeah. Like that's what should happen. It's I can't even imagine going into a different. It, it, it's it's an odd situation because it's not like he's completely foreign to it. I mean, I think Mayweather's. The only loser in this, right? Even I would agree. Yeah, besides, I don't see what aside, he, how he wins. Besides the money, like the the, the money is not that important. He already has money, right? Like he owes a lot in taxes and whatnot. But, but that's not even that much for him. You know, like, I know, I know. but it's but, still a nice payday, right? But then he's proven everything. He's we see his Instagram. We see like okay, we know you have money, so like that's another draw. So it's fifty to me, though. Yeah, but it's like it's the record. But in his yeah, it's fifty and zero. It's all that money. But then, and to him, you would have to think he's thinking this is an easy win, right? Maybe, but... I don't think so. I saw some more recent interviews. I don't... Well, I know he's not saying that publicly, but I'm saying when he was deciding to take the fight, he's got to think to himself he's the yeah. best boxer of all time. He's going to be able to beat a guy. Right, it's, but then the 50 and 0 comes, and someone, there are going to be people out there that goes, hey, yeah, but you didn't really box a real... It was, you didn't beat a boxer. His last fight yeah, wasn't... It has really. an asterisk or whatever. Right, so like he, he's already lost on paper. Like, sure, he's going to make a lot of money, but that aside... So it would have to be the money then, wouldn't it? Because legacy-wise, I'd agree with you. It's not. It's almost a lose-lose for him. That's what I'm saying. Unless he completely beats his ass, though. Like if if he fucking beats his ass from Jump Street and knocks right. him out early like, in the first five rounds. That's what I'm saying. That's fucking balling. That helps his legacy. But I don't know if Floyd's gonna do that. I don't think he will. Like, there's no reason now on the 50th fight to go out of your pocket and out of the zone that you've comfortably beat everyone else in. Yeah. Which is why it's like, and that's what people want to see. People want to see Floyd go toe to toe and be like, and he's Greg saying he's going to do that. Greg that's what I'm saying. If he, if he actually, he would be silly to try to do that. I think it's gamesmanship saying he's going to do that. He I has agree. to make I, Floyd, I agree. My uh, sort of McGregor think, think that. Just, yeah. That's he's got to sell the fight. <laughs> right. Well, Matt is going to sit there and dance around for because that's what yeah, uh, McGregor's been saying the whole time. exactly going to happen. Yeah. And he goes to eight ounces. 
Well, why did he want? Why did he do that? He's a fucking idiot. He wants to sell the fight. I don't know. We'll see what happens. It's gonna. He's be fought an eight ounce a lot. We just talked for twenty five minutes about fighting on. Uh, Listen, what we do here, we, we give everybody we a little talk. bit of everything. It's a podcast. It's right? like a bonus, you know. They get a. Uh, Jack Wilshere should have thrown some hands the other day when he got yeah. sent off. Oh, fucking Jack. Why did somebody say he punched somebody in the face? That was just a please push the guy. I'm just saying, show, show no. some fire. I liked it. Those are hands. Some it's bum in the reserves comes to relate tackles. Show who's boss. It's a reserve game. Shit. I don't care. Like if you've had as many bad injuries as Jack Wilshere does, and some fucking punk kid just comes and like cuts you That's from the side. You shouldn't have pushed him. You should have punched him right in the fucking face. I personally agree with that. And, kid, and I just didn't like the kid instigated the whole thing with the with like the bad tackle and then like he Wilshire pushed him like he falls and clutches his face when the ref turns around. It's like come on man. That was the only yeah. positive I've dick, seen so dick far behavior. from VAR is uh, oh, people we are talked getting, about any of the VAR Tommy since you've been back? There's been some massive. I don't know, massive. but you guys need to start explaining yourselves here and, and you know, <laughs> fessing up for what you all have done, allowing this <laughs> for, VAR. For our sins. Oh, we we for were our at sins. the game when the first VAR yeah. was in allowing this at the union <laughs> game. There's VAR. Tom, first uh, ever VAR. Matt, Matt framed his ticket and he's got it in like a little case. Uh, he's yeah. got it in a, yeah, like Pandora's box. Yeah, like a box uh, thing. Uh, how do you guys like? Do you like it? Do you think the game is now since improved from it? They're doing no, I think it's still no. It's they're working out the kinks. It's, it's new, right? They're going to figure it out. Okay. And once they work out the kinks, it'll, have ma- it'll make the I game hate better. I politics. I think so. You think so? Okay. I think it'll yeah. take out bad, like, a lot of the... Like I was I saying, know. how did Kaka get that red card? The best thing I've seen from it so far is that people Which are getting one? carded for simulation. That how is Kaka... How did Kaka get that red card? apart from that, Which I haven't card? seen, like... You didn't see the, the red card of the VAR that Kaka got? Yeah, I saw it. The... Another player, he dove or he something? Like, so he was joking around with this other player that he knows pretty well. I forget who it was. But it was uh, Aurelian. Like, so. Aurelian. So yeah. he like grabbed him no, from no, no, behind. No. Something happened bef- after that. There was, there was another foul they went to review. They reviewed that foul. Then the ref gave uh, – the ref watched the VAR, gave the other guy a red card, some guy yellow, then went all the way back to Kaka from something that happened before, gave him a red card because he – they were walking back in a group, and he reached around Aurelian and, like, rubbed his hand in his face. And Aurelian turned around, they were laughing about it. Like, laughing, shaking hands, and all that shit. Right. Which you can clearly see on the VAR. And they gave Kaka red card. Which someone made a good point, is how much of that red card from the ref to Kaka was the ref being worried that he, like... Because the rule is if you, like, put your hands... Like, even though they were joking, if you put your hands to a face, like, aggressively, that's a red card. So no. what is he... Yeah, it is. Like, he, like... Did it as a joke, but he basically like reached because it was like a stupid fight towards the end of the game. The game's I over, get it. so he's joking it's not around. A red card. So, right, but he's saying like the point that people were making was that uh, there is video evidence. So like the ref is like, well, I saw you do it. Like I know it was a joke, but is he now liable like to get in trouble from the no, league or something? He's like, well, you could say right there, it's clearly a red card like by the book. But context no. is always important. Though. Context is is the most important because Aurelian went to the ref and ex- sat and talked to the ref for two minutes. It, like, do not give him a red card. Like, we are friends. He was messing around. Well, I'm, I'm and the ref with just you. did I, not I'm change his stance. It shouldn't have been a red card, absolutely. But yeah. I'm just saying, like, it's worth bringing up, like, how many times now are, like, refs going to be like, well, like, now that I've seen it on VAR, like, how many things, like, are by the book? Are I, don't agree, like, I don't agree that like, it's worth bringing it up. I don't bring get, it up. like, held accountable for not calling something so specifically, even if, like, the context no, is there's different. No, because there's other stuff that are by the book red cards and shit that people miss all the time. Fuck that. That, that, was, Fuck that was terrible. I think, I think, no, so I think no matter what we do, as long as you have 
human beings behind it, it's never going to be perfect. So I don't think VAR necessarily as an initiative is a bad thing. It's as long as you right now, the way it's implemented is just faulty, right? Everyone's still figuring out what to do. Like, at the union game, it took so fucking long. Like, the guy calls for the review. The ref, like, lets the play go, and he's like, wait a second, let's review it. And he goes on and on, and we're just, like, standing there as fans, like... Everybody should just okay. do the fuck out of that place whenever I'm, he does that. Right. The, the way the Bundesliga did it that I saw today was by far the best, like, use of it. So, uh, a player... Germans tend to do things work pretty well. It's very efficient. Very German of them. But, uh, so, a player... There's, like, a small fight or whatever. Uh, and then, as a player is running back to... Someone scored, and they were running back to the center circle. Like, someone kind of got jostled, and he kind of, like, pushed him out of the way lightly. And the guy... The ref is facing the other way. The guy immediately goes down and starts rolling just being a total dick like doing simulation everything and this is the best way he's done it the ref didn't go off the field he didn't even move like 20 yards he you can see him like talking that's in the what i'm saying he turns around gives him an immediate yellow that's what I'm someone saying. upstairs is that's like the fact that it was ever simulation. anything other than that scares me for that, one yeah. me too and that makes no like of course that would be the way you do it if you're yeah. gonna fucking do it i still don't think you need to do it but that would be the way you do That's it. The fact me. that they even have the audacity yeah. to fucking think that the protocol should be the guy's going to go like this, <laughs> okay, and then the fucking is going to go off the thing. He's going to run off the field like the fucking NFL and look at a screen. I can't believe that's even a fucking – was ever a, a possibility. Yeah. That's what bothers me. So – Again, you're just open Pandora's box. It's fucking unnecessary shit. You're still going to have, even when you look at those replays, there's going to be the ones that are really tricky, the ones that, you know, could go either way. There's still going to be those. And, a, and, and watching a VR, one person might conclude A, the other one might conclude B on the same video. Okay, right, so then, which is fine. But then the ones that are clear cut that they yes. miss on the initial ones is those. 30 seconds. If it takes like, long. Like the Lacazette so goal against, against Stoke City. Like, it's clear that it's onside. The minute you see the initial replay, like, you know, when the ball's passed, they pause it, you see where he's at. Like, everyone saw that that was a clear goal. The guy incorrectly flags offside or whatever. Lacazette's like, yo, it's a goal. If they, someone's like, yeah, that's a goal, that play stands and then we the move on from, from that. Top, right. Just, that's a goal. Right. That's it. So I think in situations like that, because then now that becomes a one point versus maybe even potentially three points if we wanted to win the game, right? Come the end of the season, like how many? How are we gonna be feeling back about so those what points? If, what if that flag up that the guy put on the side subconsciously like uh, got in the goalie's head a little bit as he sees the guy coming towards him? He sees the flag goes up, so he's thinking, no, okay, the flag goes up after set. the goal went into the into the net. Oh, did the ball? Yeah. So like, but goal. So he celebrates like oh, offside. But yeah, you're absolutely right about that. Maybe he's already thinking, well, this guy's offside. He should not be getting this chance. But I, it I is what it is. Like you play to the whistle, you know? Yeah, I just I fucking hate it. But yeah, that if you were ever going to do it, of course it would have to be yes. a third-party guy who's off the field watching on the screen. My problem with that is I've seen multiple times in my, in my life where I saw one camera angle and I thought 100% it was this. And all of a sudden I saw this other camera angle and I went, oh, wait a second. Hold up. I think it's the other thing now. So – that means videos can lie. Angles can lie. Slowing down speeds or speeding things up can lie. So you just – Then you leave you, it how it it's is. It's not going to be fucking perfect. You have a human being referee who hopefully is trained to catch as much stuff that's obvious as you can but still obvious things slip through the cracks and you such as life. You there's carry there's right, too but then much those money you're in talking the game about. for these mistakes to happen anymore. Easy mistakes. They're still going to happen. You're just putting more power into a referee's hand yeah. to just fucking ruin the game even more than they already do. 
Right now, it is ruining it. They should not be stepping off the field to look at that. Yeah, shit. but I think making bad calls by, for example, having a goal called incorrectly called offside is also ruining the game. You can argue that you can easily see that. They're usually pretty yes, good. It ruined it's, my, it's usually right, but they sometimes on those replays, it's almost impossible to tell until they totally slow it down and then they take that snapshot and you can see. Which that is why video is important. No, that's that's so close that like you either get it or you don't. It's the way it is. <laughs> that's life. What? I, I, I don't know. If That's you have the mechanism to improve those decisions and to drastically cut the mistakes down from, let's say, you know, 20% of mistakes to maybe 10% of mistakes, while, that improves the game a lot. Up the game by you're not yes. fucking, if you're, if wait, you're if taking you're, if you're away five that, minutes. No one fuck. here is arguing that it should take five minutes to review a play. I'm in favor of having some dude up there and be like, yes. yeah, that's a goal. No, nah, actually, you're correct. That's Who offside. As opposed the to. Table <laughs> that thought it was okay to go off the fucking field and look at a TV. It's like a Samsung TV, like an HDMI fucking game. <laughs> the game is fine how it was. You I win disagree. the game on the fucking field. Like you have to. I disagree. I do disagree with that. The simulation is too much, man. It, it's too much. They need to and stop that. They should that. get penalized retroactively I by would someone agree. on I a camera as well. You can look back at the game, and go, "Oh, that person clearly do." If he's so getting a fine from the, you can find people in from the, the league. In the moment, the, the, the leagues do retroactive fines after the fact. Right, that's fair. But then think about it. Okay, what if a player incorrectly dives or like makes a bad tackle that isn't punished, right? And then you retroactively check it and say, okay, well, he gets a red card retroactively or whatever it is. But then he can, he, let's say this happened in the 50th minute, and he still impacts the game by being on the field, even though he should not be on the field. That retroactive punishment's pointless because he was able to impact the game when he should have been off or on, whatever the case may be. Yeah, but, but if you implement the retroactive punishments, people are then incentivized not to be doing that during the course of the game. So you try to you try yes. to eliminate it from the game that way. No, that's sure, because he's just like, well, look, I impact the game right now in this very moment, and I'll take my suspension. Where we no, where we can will not do that. When because you, you can still when you start hitting their wallet. They're not gonna start laying out their for wallet? the team. Finding them, if you find them. Okay, but I'm saying in that split second, you like. Oh, you feel the like it's like a dive, right? Not all, every time, not every dive is a simulation. Sometimes you expect you know contact and it just never comes, and you just go down or whatever because you're like thinking I'm trying to impact the game right now. You're not thinking, oh shit, I might get a yellow card for this, so I'm not gonna go down. But if you know in that moment like there's a, a chance in the next ten seconds where someone's watching on VAR, it could be punished. To me, that's a much more immediate response that you have to eh versus like oh yeah sure I'll if like you know take the yellow now, card tomorrow. If you know two hours from now somebody's gonna review it and then take money out of your paycheck to me and that possibly would, suspend you after and your third yeah. infraction sure but at least it helped us win the game now so then then why is why is that guy thinking oh i gotta pay money out of my pocket so my team wins they're gonna stop in a second these fines are fucking like peanuts these dudes don't make them peanuts make it what a fucking lot a lot more than it is. Okay, you're making 150k a week. All right, what's what's it? 150k penalty? That's excessive. No, you make 150k a week. You get a $25,000 fine. Great. That's these guys fucking blow that. Anyway, <laughs> go yard bags well, and once things. Once you keep fucking doing it, it's gonna add up. One private jet trip to Las Vegas. That's all that is for these guys. Hey, whatever. I just will go next weekend instead. I don't know. I just don't see it improving the game that much to the point that. It's worth it. You I think you, if it's done correctly, you just won't notice. You just realize, wait a second, like there are fewer and fewer bad calls. I say let the Germans sort it out, and then <laughs> once they have it sorted out, we'll copy that. Then the Japanese will copy them. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be kind of cool to have like a tandem system where 
the the ref in the like upstairs and the ref on the field come as a pair so when it's like this game is being refereed by like such and such a ref it's also like they're a pairing so they have like this system worked out where it's like i make the calls on the field and then uh whoever's in the booth has the ability to like overrule it and just they have like a but, trust but then the, you'll have referees arguing that's that's the that's the problem with with a fourth party official is you're gonna have you're gonna have the referee has if if this referee he's up in the booth views it, he's gonna have one view. If the referee on the field views it, he could have another view. It's never but the gonna guy be on perfect. the field has to trust the guy looking at that, the that's seven why I angles said it'd be up cool top. To have a partnership to have you like all right, like we work together and it's like all right, yeah, like, they can still right but they have views. protocol for how the decisions are made. What, uh, so the on-field referee can overrule. He's like, yes. yo, this is what it was. The call is a red card. Do it that way. He's like, hey, that's simulation. Just so you know, he goes, okay, cool. I didn't see it, but you have a video. Like you saw it, like from every angle. And he just turned around. And he's like, "I'm being told from upstairs. It's a yellow card. He cards him. That's the, how it should work. It you shouldn't be going what off. What does field the fourth official do? Subs. Just yeah, subs okay. and keeps keeps the the coaches. <laughs> tries to keep the coaches. Why at why can't we just give him one extra responsibility? Because he has to do that the whole time. I think he might be responsible. Somebody, Is he responsible for added time too? Keeping track of added time. Is added time official? also keeping make sure like There's the not bench a separate and timekeeper that just tells him what it is. I think the head official keeps. He- at a time and then yeah. relays it to the fourth because they have multiple okay watches. so that so the fourth official doesn't have to keep time when there's a substitution doesn't he get handed a sub card somebody else is giving him that information he puts it in the thing holds up the fucking sign put a tv right next to him and have him in the other ref's ear no because he has to manage like the coaches and the benches you should have another person I on guess. top of that Look, have some dude that no one can see, that no one can like influence. Basically, like have him in some fucking well, we isolated booth. Some, yeah, somebody be behind him influencing. He, him he walks in, there's like a fucking like envelope with a stack of cash in there. <laughs> you know what to do. The Real Madrid goodie bags. <laughs> <laughs> He's got Beats by Dre headphones and Louis Vuitton. They'll, they'll definitely get influenced, especially if they're in private meeting rooms. Right, but if no one knows who it is, obviously there's ways to find out. But nobody like, knows who it is. You just don't know who's doing the corruption. <laughs> yeah, it makes it easier. It makes it easier. <laughs> How do you corrupt someone you don't know who it is? If the people don't know who yeah. it is... That's what I'm saying. The teams don't know. But I'm yeah, saying like, but obviously like high-end officials would know who it is. Somebody's got to know Somebody's going to know who it is. Okay. But that, this guy, if nobody knows his guy, is he, if I was that guy, you just go somebody. Yo, right, but I'm saying... Nobody <laughs> knows that I'm the guy. I'm the magic man. I'm the magic <laughs> But this, isn't, this is not a reason not to have that person, though. Give me the money. What? This is not a reason to not have that person because you can say current referees are... Potentially influenced, but they can be corrupted and they are, as well. And everybody knows who they are. So imagine if nobody knew who they were, but the people giving them the money. <laughs> it's just easier. I'm saying so. Like teams can't influence them directly. They could though. We're way too far down this fucking rabbit <laughs> hole now. <laughs> All right, let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I got to go. I'm going to Mexican tonight. You going to Mexico now? Oh well, no, Mexican food. So, <laughs> yeah. I thought I heard you're going to Mexico now. His, like, his flight the... went from a band. He stopped in here just to do the uh, podcast. Yeah, now he's going to Mexico. To me and Chad's Barcelona. picking me up. We're going to go to the game. Him and Chad are going to go to Mexico. I'll, I'll tell Chad. Uh, wait, you guys, are you guys leaving after the thing tomorrow? Or after the f- after the LBF uh, beer pong? Yeah. Block party. Everybody listening to this now, I guess tomorrow... Uh, 12, what, what do you think, Boone? 12 to whenever? 12, yeah, to, 12 to whenever. 12 to, 12 to, 12 to whenever. Come out. 12 to McGregor. 12 to <laughs> hey, I like that. Come out. LBfootball.com. Peace.